Legacy Maker, the All Sports one, Network. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one on one, one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to the one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth, truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to one on one at Legacy Lake Sports Network. It's Thursday, it's Thursday, and that can only mean one thing. Bam. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. We are back here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network with another edition, another edition of one-on-one here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We came with you with two this week. Uh, if you didn't get a chance, go back and take a look at last night's episode with Coach Aaron Russell of the Richmond Spiders just a great episode. Good to catch up with my man. Uh, he's He's been the head coach of that women's basketball team now for a couple of years. So episode 77 was a great one. Make sure you go back and check it out. Uh, the team is doing really, really well. Uh, and he has really uh, grown that program over the last couple of years. So it was great to have Coach Russell on his fourth time. He is a four-time member, the most uh, that anybody has been here on one-on-one. Now, with all that being said, tonight we've got Thursday night football and then – in the eyes of the viewer, this should be a banger. We've got Lamar Jackson taking on Tom Brady, but we know that both teams, uh, well, the Ravens have been doing well. You know, they've been they've had some you know, rocky, you know, not too bad season. Uh, they're they're four and three. Um, spoiler: we got them in the top ten this week. Uh, the Buccaneers, on the other hand, not so much. Um, and spoiler: they're in the bottom. <laughs> so it, it is. It's been a little crazy. Uh, and, you know, the Bucks team looks just completely different. But, look, not going to sit here and and bore you to death with all of this pre-talk. We're going to get into the power rankings. We got a lot to get into because you got some football to watch tonight. So, first, let's start off with our recap. And we'll go back from last week, just taking a peek at everything that went down last week uh, on these power rankings and kind of where we stand so you know where we are going into this week. First, let's look at the the bottom. Now, in the bottom, we had the Carolina Panthers. This is from bottom to, uh, I guess, the best in the bottom. So 32 to 21. We had Panthers, Texans, Lions, Raiders, Bears, Jaguars, Broncos, Commanders, Steelers, Cardinals, Browns, and uh, Saints. Now, as you see, sorry about the records on the Browns and the Saints. Those are fibs. They both are war two and four. Uh, then also we had the outside looking in. We had the Dolphins starting from 20 to 11. The Dolphins, the Seahawks, the Patriots, the Packers, the Bucks, the Rams, the Falcons, 49ers, Bengals, and Colts. Okay. And then we had the top 10. Top 10, we had the Ravens at number 10. We had the Titans, who are on the bye, the Jets, Chargers, Cowboys, Chiefs, Giants, Vikings, Bills, and Eagles at number one. Then our player, players of the week, we had Matt Ryan. What a day for Matt Ryan. <laughs> we all know that uh, as we get into this show today that, you know, not so good news for Matt Ryan after getting our player of the week the week before. 
Uh, but he had a great week the week before that 42 for 58, 389 yards, three touchdowns and the big win over Jacksonville. Obviously it wasn't enough to keep his job because Sam Ellinger will be the starter from here on out, which still blows my mind. So when I'm in Indianapolis this week, instead of seeing Matt Ryan at quarterback, I'm going to see Sam Ellinger versus Sam <laughs> versus Taylor Haneke when I thought I was going to get Carson Wentz versus Matt Ryan, which would have been a better storyline, but two teams with young quarterbacks, see what they'll do. Quentin Williams and that beautiful upstart Jets team who are who are continuing to look well. He was our defensive player of the week. And our top five, Allen, Hurts, Barkley, Mahomes, and Jefferson were our top five MVP candidates heading into uh, last week. And then we had our Thursday night game, which, as people know now, did not go well for me <laughs> as now I'm four and three. But we had the Saints beating the Cardinals, and it didn't go that way. I, uh, truly, truly, truly disappointed. I, I thought that would go a whole nother way, but it didn't. Nevertheless, we're going to go ahead, ladies and gentlemen, and we're going to get into it. Let's get into week eight's uh, power rankings. And, of course, you know with that, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to start off with the bottom. So the bottom this week, first we got the Houston Texans. Uh, the Texans uh, uh, coming off the bye, you know, maybe hoping to get things going uh, against the Raiders. Not so much. Josh Jacobs had an absolutely insane day as he had 20 carries, 143 yards, and three touchdowns in that contest. And it was it was kind of tight for a while. It was tied up at the half. The Texans had the lead at the end of the third. Uh, and then after that, the Raiders said, no, nah, we, we we ready. And they went in there and did their thing. Devontae Adams had eight receptions for 95 yards. Solid day for him. Davis Mills for Houston went 28 for 41, had 302 yards and two touchdowns. But it just wasn't enough for this Raiders team, who moved up a little bit. They were 29th last week. They are now at 24 this week. So kudos to the Raiders as they're trying to get out the bottom and maybe get to the, uh, uh, the outside looking in. But uh, we'll see. Uh, at... 31 we have the Detroit Lions I'm sorry I Dan I I've done the best I could I've, I've supported you I've supported you and supported you and hope for the best man I really want to see Dan Campbell and the Lions do well and at one point in the season I thought that was going to continue to be the case but it just hasn't uh you know Amaran St. Brown had got hurt at the beginning of the game had a concussion he was out Cowboys you know, kind of lingering along as they were trying to get, you know, Prescott back into the groove. Uh, they, in the first half, the Lions had a 6-3 lead, and then, you know, the Cowboys went on there and did their thing. They ended up winning 24-6. to The Lions are at 31. Hopefully, they can get that thing together. At number 30, we got the Carolina Panthers. Let's give a hand clap to the Carolina Panthers. Good job, Carolina. Went in into their contest against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Nobody. Not a soul, except unless you're a Carolina Panthers fan, picked the Carolina Panthers to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I know I didn't. That that was not on my repertoire. That was not something that I said was going to happen last week. And, you know, um, it is what it is. But, you know, much love to P.J. Walker and, and the Panthers team and Coach Steve Wilkes. You know, uh, they went in there, got the dub 21-3. to And, you know, just a lot of controversy coming from that game. Of course, the 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 big scene of the – Referee going into the tunnel chasing after Mike Evans. Our girl Sheena Quick, who is a alumni here on 101. She came in uh 
back in episode 25 and here she's in our intro uh and she actually saw it and she was like that don't look right <laughs> so she saw it go down the nfl had a whole big investigation over this video uh and so sheena you do your thing girl i mean you you reporting the news you're doing your thing we we got your back no matter what people say about what happened with the video if good or bad so we got your back good reporting hey you saw it you went with it uh and then so the panthers uh win that one 21 to three and the bucks continue to struggle as you can see the bucks are in the bottom ladies and gentlemen at three and four the very best at the bottom but they're at the bottom at number 21 so congratulations to the panthers at number 30 at number 29 the denver broncos boy oh boy well i will say this about the broncos their defense held strong and you know really kept them in this contest but the jets just found a way to, to squeeze through the Jets are 4-0, ladies and gentlemen, 4-0 on the road. They are a really good road team right now. They, you know, they are dominating on the road. 4-0 on the road, 1-2 at home. So if the Jets just play on the road the rest of the year, they're going to win the Super Bowl. I'm just, okay, whatever. But we got the Broncos at 29. There is talk that Russell Wilson could play. They're, they're in London this week playing the Jaguars. Uh, there is talk that Russell Wilson will play on Sunday morning. Uh, but, you know, he was on the plane doing backflips and stretching his legs, knee highs, all that fancy stuff, trying to get himself ready. We'll see. Broncos at number 29. At number 28, the Cleveland Browns. Another tough loss for Cleveland. Uh, but the Ravens were able to squeak through at home to get a 23-20 to victory over the Browns. And so the Browns are – you know, at one point, I thought they can kind of like stick in that mix. They need to find a way to get a couple of wins here before Deshaun gets back. They don't want to get to a point where they're out of playoff contention because in that division, they still have a chance. You know, uh, the Bengals are four and three. You know, um, the Ravens are, are four and, and three. And now uh, you look at the Steelers, they're two and five. So they're not completely out. They're about two games behind, but they, things can happen. So what well, we got the Browns at 28. Speaking of the Steelers, we have them at 27. Uh, the Steelers unfortunately uh you know couldn't pull off a very hard fall game against the dolphins on sunday night uh very intriguing game but you know they were able um unfortunately weren't able to get the dub in that contest and the dolphins win their fourth game of the season the steelers after having a big win against the buccaneers last week unfortunately fall this week they're at 27 at 26 we got the new orleans saints now the saints <sighs> It, it was rough that second quarter uh, in that game against the Cardinals, 25 to seven, the Cardinals scored 25 points in there, and the, and the lead was just outstanding. And the Saints did kind of make a little bit of a run towards the end of the game to make it a little bit closer, but it just wasn't enough. Uh, Andy Dalton threw three picks. I, you know, I 14, that has such a decent offense, you know, and two weeks ago they were talking about, Oh, Andy Dalton could be the starter. Now nah, once James is healthy, that man is getting right back into that position. We'll see how things go there. But unfortunately, the Saints fall to two and five. They're 26 on our countdown. At number 25, the Jacksonville Jaguars, another team where I had a lot of hope. Thought them good things would happen. And they started off great. They did something this week that I'm not a fan of for them, but I am a fan of for the Jets. And they traded James Robinson. Man, I love James Robinson. And they traded James Robinson to the Jets. Big pickup, ladies and gentlemen. Big pickup for the Jets. But with all that being said, this Jaguars team has to find a way um, to get back on track, especially in that division where they still got a chance. They're not out in the AFC South. They're not out by far. 
tough game this week against the Giants. They played hard. They did the best they could uh, last week, excuse me, and they just couldn't. It just couldn't pull it off. But the Giants, man, six and one. But like I said, we'll talk about the Giants a little bit later. Jaguars have to figure it out. I think Doug Peterson will find a way to get these guys back on the right track. Um, you know, but they felt like they were able to give away James Robinson because Travis Etienne is starting to run the ball well. 14 carries, 114 yards, and a touchdown. Great game uh, for Etienne. So we'll see if Jacksonville can, you know, maybe scrounge up a win on Sunday. Spoiler alert, as I like to drop them on here, I have them beating the Broncos. Next at 25, we talked, I mean, at 24, we have the Raiders. We talked about their victory over the Texans. The Patriots, ah, the Patriots are at 23. The Bears are at 22. The Bears smacked the New England Patriots on Monday Night Football. Destroyed them, 33 to 14. No one saw that. This is another one nobody saw coming. I didn't have it in my right mind that this was something that would go down. I thought that it would be, you know, all Patriots all day. Bailey Zippy, Mac Jones didn't make a difference. And, you know, they toyed with both quarterbacks. Uh, the, the Patriots fans was, was Chan Zippy's name. That still didn't have no effect because Justin Fields and the Bears went in there and they laid laid the wood. And the Bears uh, got their third victory of the season. So Bears at 22, Patriots at 23. At 21, we talked about a little bit earlier, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What is going on with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Um, and this could be just a difference in coach. And I'm, I'm going to throw this out there because I haven't heard nobody say too many people say anything about it. A.B., Bruce, I mean, B.A., excuse me, B.A. Bruce Aaron is a different beast. Yes, him and Tom may have not gotten along from a couple of reports I heard or whatever, but in the end, we know what type of coach he is and the type of great coach he is. And so for, you know, Todd Boyles to get in, and I we've seen him coach at the Jets, I, I just felt like, you know, he's nonsense. He's a great defense coordinator, but some people shouldn't be head coaches and I, or probably shouldn't, yeah, just, Let's be honest, it shouldn't be head coaches. I didn't think he was should have been the move. They probably should have went with uh Leftwich, but I understand them going with the veteran presence. They got a lot to figure out there in Tampa Bay. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the bottom. All right. So there's our bottom heading into week eight. Uh, and so a lot of teams in there I thought were gonna do really well and or have some, you know, probably pretty much a decent season, but there's some struggles. Uh, the Broncos, the Jaguars, the Saints, and, uh, you know, the Browns, I thought would, you know, have a little fight, the Raiders. So a lot of craziness going on at the bottom. And I, I'm we're, we're just going to see how things play out here. But now let's head to the outside. All right. On the outside looking in this week at the very bottom of the outside looking in, and they probably should be in the bottom. I, people, I don't know, y'all. I, it was just bad. They they had the Green Bay Packers losing the commanders 23 to 21, had the lead up 14 to 3, looking like they were in control. A lot of high energy. And once again, the Green Bay Packers fall apart in the second half. Fall apart in the second half. If you can't tell, I'm a little bit angry. <laughs> I was there doing photography in this game, and I'm sitting here watching, and I said, Man, this is this is crazy. But, you know, you got to take your fanhood out. I just sat there and grinded my teeth until the end of the game and just watched my boys get, uh, you know, just just get outplayed from beginning to end. The commanders who are 19 in the countdown this week, you know, um, excuse me, on the power rankings, just amazing job. You know, they they played well. They ran the ball well. Gibson and Robinson did great. Heineke made some, you know, some great throws in the second half, especially after that pick six from the uh, – Devondre Campbell, who, you know, took it back 60 or something yards for a touchdown. 
it just was different. But much love to the commanders. Left hands up. We are the commanders. I'm not going to do this song, y'all. I'm not going to do this song. We got Packers at 20, commanders at 19. At 18, we got the, the Atlanta Falcons. Tough, tough day for the Atlanta Falcons. Great, great day by, by Joe Burrow. Tough, tough day for the Atlanta Falcons. I think it's a baby setback. I still think Atlanta's a, a better team than what we've seen. They're great at home, not so good on the road. We'll see how they do. They're at 18. At 17, we got the Arizona Cardinals. We talked about their beautiful victory over the Saints. They went 42-34, to kind of got a little bit of their mojo back in that one, but we know how the Cardinals have been playing. One week, they're great. One week, is like, eh. One week, is like, ooh. And then one week, is like, oh, okay. But they got DeAndre Hopkins back. Let's see if that ter- helps turn the tide for the Cardinals. They're at 17. At 16, the San Francisco 49ers. Man, San Francisco Hung tight with the Kansas City Chiefs at the beginning of that game. Um, they ended up losing 44 to 23. They hung in there. It was a good game. It was 14 to 13 at the half. And then the Chiefs said, we're just going to score 30 points if you don't mind. Good night. It was crazy. Uh, it, was, it was different seeing Christian McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey in a 49ers uniform. But nevertheless, it was still a really good contest. I thought that, uh, well, really good contest in the beginning. And I thought they held their own. Then the Chiefs showed up. And then it got bad from there. But we got the 49ers at 16. I, I still think they're a better team than what we saw in that contest. At 15, the Indianapolis Colts, they're 3-3-1. Three, three and one. They lost to the Titans uh, last week. And, you know, no more Matt Ryan. We talked about it earlier. Sam Ellinger is going to be the starter as they take on the Commanders this week uh, from Indianapolis. Uh, Sunday night, Sunday evening game, 425. So I, I look at this contest and say that the Colts are – I don't know what they are. I, I've, I've had them in the middle pretty much the whole season. Like some weeks I'm like, oh, okay. And then it's like kind of with the Cardinals. The next week I'm like, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> so that's where I kind of feel, and that's kind of where I'm at with the Colts. They're at 15. At 14, we got the L.A. Rams. They were on a bye. They're chilling at 14. At 13, we got the Chargers. Rough, <laughs> rough game against the Seahawks. The Seahawks, man. The Seahawks, who are 12 on this countdown. 37 to 23, 37 to 23. That's all I can say. And Geno Smith was out there slinging once again. And, and, you know, Kenneth Walker, the third 23 carries 168 yards, two touchdowns, man. I did not, no one saw this coming. Guess who's the division leader in the NFC West. (laughs) That's right. The Seattle Seahawks. They're at 12. The Chargers are at 13 at 11. The Miami Dolphins. I got to say this about the Miami Dolphins before we move on to the top 10 the miami dolphins ladies and gentlemen have um when tua is healthy and finishes a game like completely finishes a game without injury they're four and oh and when he's not you know if he doesn't finish the game or he's injured you know during the game it doesn't return something like that they're zero and three so with tua they are great so without tua not so much and we saw that um we'll, we'll see if they can creep back into the top 10 uh you know here in the next couple of weeks but they are at number 11 at the current time all right that was the outside looking in ladies and gentlemen and now it is time for the top 10 all right so this week in the top 10 and the top 10 didn't move a lot and a lot of the, the top three teams were on a bye so as you can see, the Eagles, the Vikings, and the uh, Bills are in their same spots. Um, 
Eagles at one, Bills at two, Vikings at three. Uh, the Bengals moved into the top ten, uh, and they are back in there for the first time since the beginning of the season. So they're back in the top ten, looking pretty good there uh, after a beautiful victory over the Atlanta Falcons, thirty-five to seventeen. Great, great day by Joe Burrow and the crew. Joe Burrow had 30, it was thirty-four for forty-two, four hundred eighty-one yards and three touchdowns. Absolutely amazing. We got the Bengals at ten. At number nine, the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens four and three. Tough victory over the Browns. A gutsy victory over the Browns keeps them in the top 10. They got a great game tonight against the Bucs. We'll see if they can move to five and three. At number eight, four and two, the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee not winning pretty, just kind of like last year. They're not winning like pretty. They're not really winning ugly. They're just kind of finding a way to win. And, and that's kind of where they are again this year like they were last year. Right when we wrote them off, they started going off, and then they were the number one seed in the AFC. So, and you know, we'll, we'll see how things go. They got Derrick Henry. We know how that goes. And, you know, Tannehill doesn't play miserable during the uh, regular season. So see if the Titans can make things happen. Beautiful new stadium up on the horizon in 2026, at least from the diagrams I saw. It could be really beautiful out there in Nashville. Titans at eight. At seven, the New York football Jets, ladies and gentlemen. Let's let's give the Jets a round of applause because <laughs> oh. The, the Jets have been absolutely just great to see. Uh, and they have come in here, and we talked about earlier, they're 4-0 on the road, but they're 5-2 overall, and they're playing great football. Playing great football. So much love to Robert Saleh and the guys up there in New York. They're at, at, at number seven. The Cowboys, a.k.a. the Desperados, are at number six, 5-2. and two. Tough, tough, tough victory over the Lions because it was tight at first. And then they pulled away, outscoring them 21 to nothing in the second half. The Cowboys, ladies and gentlemen, are at number six and rising to the top. Well, at least for Cowboys fans, that's how they feel. At number five, the Kansas City Chiefs blowout win against the San Francisco 49ers. That didn't start out that way, but definitely ended that way. Pat Mahomes and the crew cruising, staying at number five. At number four, now I may catch some slack from this, but at number four, the New York football Giants are six and one. I thought about putting them at number two this week, but the guys that – that didn't, you know, play this week. I, I just decided to leave it that way. I felt that, you know, they didn't do anything really to lose their spot. Uh, but the Giants definitely, with the win, did everything they needed to solidify the spot. So Vikings at three, Bills at two, and once again for another week, the Philadelphia Eagles are the number one team on the power rankings here on one on one. All right, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Those are your power rankings heading into week eight. Now, let's go ahead and finish this up properly, ladies and gentlemen, with the finale. All right, so with the finale, first, we're going to start off with our players of the week. Players of the week. First of all, give low to Joe Burrow. He is our offensive player of the week. 34 for 42, 481 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. 180, uh, excuse me, 138.2 QBR and a 35-17 win over Atlanta. And then our defensive player of the week, Roquan Smith for the Chicago Bears, 12 tackles, one sacks, like I put sacks, one sack, one interception, and a 33-14 victory over New England. So congratulations to these two guys as they are our one-on-one players of the week. And then we move to our top five MVP candidates heading into week eight. Nothing changes. Allen at one, Hurts at two, Barkley at three, Mahomes at four, and Jefferson at five. 
nothing really happened in my opinion to really change that. You can maybe start to give Joe Burrow a little bit of love after last week's performance, but need to see it a little bit more and a little bit more consistently um, before we get him in there. Or is he, you know, he's definitely in that outside looking in category. But those are your top five MVP candidates heading into week eight. Now, let's look at the record. Overall record right now, 60, 47, and one. We know how the season started. Things were not looking good. Had to had to bounce back a little bit. You know, for about a couple of weeks now, we've, you know, we're we're over 513 games, over 500. We will take it. Uh, and you know, this week we went nine and five. Probably should have been 10 and four, but the Bears disappointed. It was a couple of disappointments in there, but you know, um, regardless, nine and five, sitting at 13 games over 500 as we enter week eight. Hopefully, they can start off right here on Thursday night. And speaking of that, Thursday night prediction, as you see, four and three now. Boo, boo, <laughs> boo. But with that being said, four and three heading into this one. I got the Baltimore Ravens winning this one 23 to 17 over the Bucks. I just don't know what happened to this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team. You know, um, I think they were my prediction to go to Super Bowl because it's Tom Thomas Brady. Uh, and they just look off. You know, I know Tom has got a lot of things going outside in his personal life, and a lot of people want to blame it on that. But and maybe it's father time. Same thing with Aaron Rodgers. Maybe father time is creeping up on these great quarterbacks, the goats of our game, as the young goats are starting to come through with the Mahomes, the Allen, the Barrows, all those guys, the Lamar Jacksons of the world. Those guys are starting to come to the top and be the cream uh, uh, of the crop. And our legends, the guys that we, you know, from my age group, you know, have watched these two and Tom Brady and and Aaron Rodgers do their thing for like 15 to 20 years plus. So, you know, hey, who knows? Maybe throwback game tonight for Tampa Bay and they go off and they look like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers team. We know they are. Or will it just be the Ravens going in there, getting another dub and moving to five and three? We'll find out tonight, but I have the Ravens winning 23 to 17. All right. And here, ladies and gentlemen, is my predictions for week eight. As you can already see, we already got the Ravens winning their uh, contest tonight against uh, the Buccaneers. I, I just, I, I, until I can figure out what's going on uh, with them, we're, we're going to keep it that way. All right. So we'll keep it that way for now. Next Sunday, Sunday morning, we got the Jaguars beating the Broncos. I just, I still just don't have faith uh, in the Broncos just yet um, until they figure out what's going on offensively. But the Jaguars are playing in their second home in London. So I got Jacksonville. Got the Hmm. I think I might have missed one, y'all. But I got the Carolina Panthers taking on the Atlanta Falcons. I have the Falcons winning that contest. I think I missed one of the games. Boo. How did I do that? I don't know. <laughs> so got Carolina winning that one. Uh, no, excuse me. I got the Atlanta Falcons winning winning that one. I think Mariota and the crew will bounce back. They, they've done decent at home this year. I think they go to 4-4. Four and four. I got the Cowboys defeating the Bears. I got the Cowboys defeating the Bears. They got the Dolphins beating the Lions, the Vikings beating the Cardinals at home to move to six and one. The Raiders will get their third victory of the season and kind of get closer and closer to 500. I think they'll beat the Saints in New Orleans. Got the, the Jets beating the Patriots. I just the Jets are looking good. That's what it comes down to. The Jets are looking good. So and they've been playing great defense and they just they're, they're starting to click as a team. Then I got the Eagles over the Steelers. They are going to move to seven and zero. Got the Titans beating the Texans. 
Uh, but you got to watch out in this matchup because the Texans, they just played the a division tough. So, But I got the Titans in this one. Got the Commanders getting their fourth win of the season and going getting back to 500, making the NFC beast, uh, you know, continue to look well. I think they'll beat the Colts uh, in Indianapolis. They got the San Francisco 49ers. They've kind of got the Rams number except for an NFC championship game, but I got 49ers winning this one. Then we got the Giants losing. I got the Giants losing to the Seahawks, and I know I've done, I probably have messed the Seahawks up by picking them this week, and I'm sorry. But I'm going with the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks can pull this one off at home against this Giants team. Okay, so Gino, don't make me look bad. Then I got the Buffalo Bills beating the Green Bay Packers. I don't want to give a score to this. I think it could be real bad. I don't want to. I don't want to do my boys dirty. I, I want to have faith, but I'll be honest with you all. Buffalo's too dangerous. They're just too good all the way around. They'll beat the Packers on Sunday night. And then I got the Browns beating the Bengals. Um, no, I lie. I got the Bengals beating the Browns. Uh, and I just I think that the Bengals are starting to click now. This Browns team got to figure out a way to get a dub before, uh, you know, things get out of hand. You know, Deshaun won't be back for another couple of weeks. So if they want to have Deshaun in a good spot, I've said it all season. They need to be five and five, five and six, something in that range when Deshaun Watson gets back. Man, I cannot believe I forgot about the uh, Falcons and the Panthers. But, you know, I got the Falcons in that one, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it uh, for this week's uh, is this week's one on one, our second edition of one on one. Of course, we had Coach Ann Russell on last night for a Richmond Spider Women's Preview. You know, we broadcast the games out there, so that was a fun one. Make sure you go back and check that out. And then, of course, here on se- uh, episode seventy eight, uh, and you know. We'll be back next week for episode 79. And, man, we're just like this close. And it may be 80 because we could have Coach Mike Rhodes of the VCU Rams on here next week. Uh, So I will reserve it. So it'll be either 79 or 80 next Thursday. Well, we we will see uh, how uh, that goes, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, thank you all for tuning in. I say it every week. Go out there. Have fun. Watch some football. High school. College. NFL, wherever it is, go find you some football, go enjoy yourself, and have a great time. Once again, everybody, I am your man, Darrell Owens. Thank you all for tuning in. And oh, let me not forget, make sure you check out all the great shows. I'm going to do a quick flash show. We got In or Out here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network, the In and Out Sports Debate with Drew Willingham. We got Commonwealth Sports Talk with Joe Diller and Lamont Thomas and the rest of the crew, Anthony Robinson. Then you got Monster Minutes with our girl Becca Cottingham Quimby. You got three put the three putt golf show with Victor Herrera. Then Ram Talk with our man Rob Johnson. Also the intense sports talk with him as well. Make sure you check that out. Uh, Legacy on Fire. The plan, ladies and gentlemen, is to have it come back in November. So Legacy on Fire or at the beginning of December. So be ready for that. Uh, the Legacy Maker Sports News update with George truly. So just be on the lookout for all the good stuff. And, of course, you can go and find us, ladies and gentlemen, in all of these great locations on social media. And our website is www.legacymakersports.com. Once again, everybody, thank you all for tuning in. I am your man, Darrell Lawrence. We will see you all next week for either episode 79 or episode 80. Until next time. Legacy Maker, the All Sports Network. One, 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 one. One, 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 one.
Welcome to the one-on-one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the